Uh, hi, Vin Brew. Hi, how's it going? Welcome to Room for Rent. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, Vin Brew, if you don't know, is a comedian. He spends some time in Los Angeles, originally from New Jersey. Are you like Jersey, Jersey? Eh, I'm uh, Central Jersey uh, originally. Then I lived in New York City for uh. like 13 years, and then I moved back to the Jersey Shore. So wow. But I'm not like a typical. Yeah. Jersey what part guy. of New York did you live in? Uh, all over Brooklyn, Queens, West okay. Village for a okay. while. You're a cool guy. Yeah, I get, I get it. around. Yeah, you, you don't know. seem like a Jersey guy. Your hair is not gelled. No. Yeah. No, it's, I, I forget sometimes, and then I go out in public, and I'm like, oh, right, I live in New Jersey. It's Yeah, but you don't, but nobody's going to assume that you're from Jersey. Like, people probably think you're from Portland. No, I get a lot of weird, people think I'm uh, foreign because I talk funny. And so you people are like, what's that accent from? Is that like French or German or Russian? I'm like, ah, I'm from New Jersey. I just mumble. But it doesn't really sound like a Jersey no, accent. It sound, yeah, yeah, no, it just says like your little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, whatever. I'm just a weird guy. The, nobody in LA talks normal. Like, have you ever heard like mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie talk? Like, they have like weird mixed up. I was talking to somebody else about this recently. They have like European, American, like West Coast. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but. I talked when I was like going through puberty. Uh, was when the Jerky Boys came out, and so I talked like them for like two years of my life. I don't and even I know I what forgot. that is. Oh, it's where they make prank calls. Oh, um, yeah, they do all different voices. Did you stuff. make prank calls in the uh, voice? I tried. Yeah, I tried to. What was your? Well, who would you call? Just random play, you know, pizza. Yeah, but places, do you have like a memory of like one that you I you have no memory? I have no memory whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> My um my best friend growing up, her dad would prank call people in front of us. Oh, nice. And back in the day when you couldn't take uh, like your own candy and stuff to the movie theaters, he would call the movie theater and ask them if his kids could bring their own popcorn and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he called and it was when the movie The Orphan came out. Mm-hmm. And The Orphan had like this twisted ending. Like you had to go to see the ending, but like the movie wasn't that good. And so he would call over and over and over again to try to get like the high school guy working at the movie theater to give away the ending because he's like, <laughs> I don't know if I can let my daughter go see this if you don't tell me how it ends. And the guy's like, I can't give it away, man. Nice. <laughs> and he goes, Well, can she at least bring her own popcorn? And he was like, he conceded with that. He's like, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And he goes, All right, good. She's coming with a whole backpack full <laughs> and then hangs up. <laughs> I'm like, It's a weird yeah. way. It's a weird prank call. That but is. That's true. I didn't it was know kind you of could funny. Bring your own popcorn to a movie. Well, theater. you can now. Well, now yeah. you can, like, I mean, I don't think they like you too, but I think mm. they're less harsh about it. Yeah. But they also offer so much more that I don't think people try to sneak mm. stuff in. But I know, I mean, I do. Like, I'll go buy, like, Junior Mints and then just put them in my bag. Sure. It's not like you're walking <laughs> through a candy detector That's true. They at the movie theater. They don't have security. Yeah, the no. Movie. Maybe they should, though, yeah, just probably. for sugar. That would be real capitalism right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Well, we had you on the pod because... When I launched the podcast, you told me that you had a crazy story that involves true crime. I have a number. Yeah, a number of and them. I can't wait to hear that one. <laughs> we haven't had any true crime on the pod yet. So mm-hmm. why don't we start with that one and then we'll go from there. Sure. But I don't know. Other than you mentioned something about a murder. Yeah. And that's all I know. There's a murder. Um, so start from the top. Okay. So, uh, well, when my wife and I bought our house in New Jersey, we had a bunch of extra bedrooms, and so we started renting out rooms to various friends uh, who were mostly all degenerate musician. Okay. Artists. How many bedrooms? 
Uh, we had three extra bedrooms. Okay. So it was a four-bedroom house, wow. which was way too big for us. And we commuted to New York half the time, so we were barely ever there. So we we're like, well, just let all these other people live in it for cheap. Everybody <laughs> wins. Uh, but most of our friends, uh, like I said, uh, degenerate, love them very much. They're still, still in contact still, with still them. Still love everybody. Okay, good. But uh, well, how much were you charging them? Like five hundred a month. Oh my God! Can you imagine? So yeah, it was gee, it was a good deal. We we're a block away from the beach. Oh my wonderful. God! But uh, a number of them had to uh, be removed from our house or asked to leave for oh. various reasons. Usually drugs. One and of my friends uh, started calling our house prehab because it was. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it was... Uh, were you always the bad guy? Were you the one that had to kick everybody out? Uh, no, that was my wife. I oh, mean, wow. I was the one who did have to kick them out, but she was usually the one, like, get them out of here. She didn't love this. She doesn't drink or do anything uh, fun. Oh, wow. And uh, she's very health conscious. And so I dealt with it by just getting drunk all the time and being like, everything's fine. They're not going <laughs> to OD tonight. How does right? she tolerate you then? Mm, I don't know. I, okay. Well, she stays home, and I come home, and she's asleep, and she doesn't even know that I'm drunk every night. <laughs> oh I've just get, until now. Oh no, she's a saint. Uh, she is. She's she a, knows she, how to be a saint. I think <laughs> she's a saintly woman. How long have you guys been married? Uh, fourteen years. Oh my god! Yeah, yes, you don't look old enough to be married yes. for fourteen years. Yeah, thank you. It was, uh, <laughs> yesterday was the fifteenth anniversary of our engagement. Wow. Yeah, well, actually, it was the 29th So and leap you survived year. prehab. Yeah, yeah, to that get was to that well. Point. That is uh, where the story gets interesting. <laughs> is because uh, well, after. Uh, doing all that, we started to go to Craigslist for people. Oh, no. Because <laughs> like the misconnections well, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, room, room for rent. Us. Yeah, any, <laughs> anyone, whoever wanted to come to our house. Um, but the first person we got was this uh, exchange student. Or I mean, she was working uh, somewhere at the shore uh, for the summer, and she was Scottish. And uh, best roommate we ever had. Like she worked all the time when she like she would come home, just stay in her room or go out. And, like barely ever saw I her. I had a Scottish Perfect. roommate too. Same thing. Yeah. Hardworking, minded her own business. Yeah. Super nice. They're the best. A lot of tea. Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, love them. But so I. <laughs> Unfortunately, that inspired uh, us to be like, maybe Craigslist is the way. Because our friends would be like, yeah, I'll pay your rent six months from now, whatever, mm -hmm. you know. And then one guy was stealing the change from my wife's uh, piggy bank to oh, buy wow. heroin. And, you know, a lot of stuff like I that. Love oh. it. <laughs> I love it. So we decided the That Craigslist, must have been when heroin like, was cheap. Like, yeah, I guess so. Like yeah, if you're buying heroin with coins, yeah, I don't know what. Uh, that's yeah. a good deal on heroin, <laughs> or it's just really bad this, heroin. Yeah, this was 10 years ago, yeah. you know. But um, inflation, it's just terrible. Yeah, with especially with heroin. It's yeah. the worst. But uh, so, yeah, we decided that maybe Craigslist was the way to go because strangers, we had this other guy who was a teacher who, like, he would go home every weekend and then he would just work all day and stay in his room. So we were like, Craigslist is the way to go. Perfect. Everybody's great. Yeah. And uh, so when our last heroin addict, um, <laughs> if we just got one more, we would have got a free coffee or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when he moved out to go to rehab, uh, I was looking on Craigslist and found this guy who said he worked, uh, he was a key grip in okay. Manhattan. And he basically said he works in Manhattan every day of the week. He just wants a place to crash on the weekends. Mm -hmm. He said he's a workaholic who doesn't drink or do drugs. 
And I was like, this is perfect for right. us. Like, and you yeah. assume he's telling the truth. Of course. Yes. Why? Who would lie? <laughs> In this country, no yeah, one. Yeah, that would be crazy. Not even the president would lie. No. So, uh, yeah, he moved in, and pretty soon uh, my wife was like, I got a bad feeling about this guy. Mm. I don't, he's, um, he's freaking me out a little bit. And what uh, I was he, like, What did he fine. do that freaked her out? He just had a weird vibe. I mean, yeah, there were a number of things about him. Like, he would only pay cash for everything. Uh, he had, like, four teeth in his mouth. Like, oh, when, I, no. when he said he, like, worked in the film industry and was a workaholic, <laughs> I was picturing sort of, you know, a more put-together kind of sure. guy. He was a little rough around the But edge. you knew he had four teeth when he moved in. I did know that, yeah. And I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm all for people not having teeth, I guess. <laughs> I'm supportive of it. But well, I feel like that usually signals... Somebody having so, uh, a hard time or having been through a hard time. Yeah, yeah. He, at some uh, point. like he had money. He just didn't have teeth. I yeah. don't know what. But cash, know. always paying in cash is a flag. Yeah, too. no, he was very like one time I gave him I think for Christmas I gave him like an Amazon gift card or something. He was like I don't I can't buy anything on the internet. Like I don't want anyone to find me. I and I was like okay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I talked to somebody recently weird. that didn't have a bank account. Like he yeah. owed me money and he was like I just need to give you cash and I was like. Why can't you just Venmo me? And he was like, I don't have a bank account. Yeah. And I was like, that's sketchy. Uh, you should get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're an adult. You should have one just of those. Just keeps it and under his like, mattress. No. And I was like, are you on the run? And he was like, no. And I was like, I think that was not the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone without a bank account or all that. But, uh, yeah. So this guy, uh, the wife didn't love him. And we would argue about it. Because also, uh, I had quit my job in the city. Because I was like, that's a long story. <laughs> but uh, so I was running out of money and I was like, I need this guy's monthly sure, rent to, sure. to survive. Uh, but she was like, I'm out of here. And <laughs> You're like, she, I need you so I can be unemployed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so my wife actually moved out of our house for two years. Uh, she wow. moved to, uh, well, she also, it's a, that's again a longer story. She thought her house had mold in it. Okay. But um, so that, you're, that's you have still a man up for with a four teeth and mold. Yeah. And she was like, I'm, I love you, but I'm out. Like, we'll yeah. stay married, but yeah. I'm not staying Yeah, here. she got an apartment nearby um, above her sister's husband's parents. Play. They had like a little okay. place above their garage. So she moved over there like 15 minutes away. And I stayed in the house with this guy for two years. And were and, you guys like on good terms in that time? Uh, I mean, there was a lot of arguing about the the mold. We still kind of <laughs> don't see eye to eye on that. Do you are you you're living in the same house? No, we moved. no. This is a we, thankfully, house. Oh, okay. yeah, we got out of there. Thankfully, um, <laughs> but yeah. So she, we would argue because she was like, "There's mold. I don't like something in the house is wrong. I don't feel good when I go inside." And I'm like, "There's no mold." <laughs> like I literally ripped apart an entire bathroom, like demoed it, took the wall, like. And there was wow. like this much mold. It's a bathroom, you know. Yeah. Every bathroom has mold. But um, so we weren't on great, but we we were working it out, you yeah, know. Yeah. But while that was happening, I started to notice some red flags with this fella. Um, like he, he, you know, said he was a workaholic who didn't drink or do drugs, and turned out to be an alcoholic who didn't work and only did drugs. Oh no! And um, at some point, he installed a, a stripper pole in his bedroom, <gasps> like he nailed it into the, which he told me he was gonna do, but I assumed he was joking, because oh, he was like, I think I'm God. gonna start like a webcam, have some girls come over, and I was like, yeah, sure. 
And this and is then, before OnlyFans. Like, this, this was. Is, he like, was a pioneer, is, this guy. Now if you did it, you'd be like, yeah, that He'd sounds right. He'd be a smart right. businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was ahead of the curve. Oh, I don't. Oh, my God. I think you're going to tell me that he was going to use the pole. Like, I would love I, to see well, a male stripper with he, four teeth. I think that. he also had, like, a sex swing in there because he, like, bolted some stuff to the walls. Oh and there God. was, when he moved out, I found a bunch of weird stuff. But, uh, what yeah. else? Wait, but what else did you find when he moved out? Um, I found a noose and a bunch <gasps> of teddy bears and a giant tub of like what I can only assume would be like prostitutes purse, like handbags, just like the oh. tech, which I still, um, uh, I wonder if he, uh, might be a serial killer in, uh, in, <laughs> in hindsight. Cause I was like, why does he have, I feel like he probably stole them from TV show sets cause he would work on sets and steal stuff all the time. Uh, but he didn't, but you don't think he had the job. Well, no, he did. He would work at Kate. He would like work for a week and then oh, come home okay. and be like, fuck it. I'm never fucking, he would get in fights with people all mm. the time on the set of like TV shows. Not a man working in the entertainment industry. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he like, he was a weird dude. There was one night, um, we started after that doing Airbnb, which was a bad mix of, cause we would have strangers like staying for like work conference mm -hmm. or something like a nurse at the hospital. And he would be in his room like smoking crack <laughs> oh and like having God. strippers come over. Oh and I'm like, no. you can't, we can't have that going on. Well also but, like your personal safety is at risk. Like it's not yeah. just whatever he's doing. Well, that's the with thing himself. about him was that he was very he was like a good dog. He was very loyal to me. Like he was like if anyone, you know, cuz I, I was I love how you your <laughs> entire marriage at risk for this guy who's doing every drug. Hey, hindsight is 2020. 20. I needed he the has money. Four teeth. He doesn't work. And he's got strippers coming in and out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's not my a best. weird business opportunity <laughs> for you to be like, you know what, honey, I'm I'm well, going to take this. Well, one. at a certain point, I was uh, terrified of this guy. I was literally like, I was like, I don't know how to get out of this situation, like, because he's like cooking for me all the time. Like he was not a bad guy uh, most of the time. Like he would cook. He was handy around the house. He would fix stuff. He was great with the dog. Like he was. Wow. Aside from the and he his paid faults, on time? yeah, always paid on time, cash all the time, no problem. Um, very clean. He would clean all the time. Like, but minus, but like, was his room clean? Oh no! Well, I never went in there until uh, <laughs> until the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, one of my friends. <laughs> When he did the stripper pole, thing, I didn't even know that was in there. One of my friends came over and was like, "You know, he's got a stripper pole on his." I was like, "What?" Like for like, I thought he was choking about that, but it was like bolted into the ground and the oh, ceiling and everything. And um, you never heard though, like, like a stripper in there, like dropping into the splits. Isn't it called a death drop or something? Mm, where they like, like you never heard like some strippers like. Like falling, you know, like on the floor, like when they come down. I never heard you that. Never I heard, heard a lot of strange sounds coming from that room, but yeah, not, say, you not the drop. Clapping, no, nothing. I heard a lot of moaning and oh, no. vomiting. He would he would vomit for like twelve hours straight. I oh don't know my what god! Yeah, he had some health problems, I uh, think, and uh, in hindsight, like in again. his room though. Like, did he have a bathroom? <laughs> yeah, in his he had room his own too? bathroom oh, okay. in there. So thankfully, Jesus, I have a like a vomit phobia. So mm. even you telling me that, like. Mm. I would kick him out just based oh. on that. I'd be like, "Oh, you can do the heroin and the yeah. crack, but you can't throw <laughs> up." Like, yeah, it was, and then he would always be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I, got, I think I ate something bad last night." And I was like, "I don't, 
Yeah, I don't think you're getting food poisoning that much. That's a lot of bad Chinese food. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so after a while I was like, okay, how do I get out of this situation? And, um, yeah, it was was about two years later. And so I was like, hey, like one day I had to get drunk before I was terrified. And I came home drunk and I was like, can we talk? And he was like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, um... I think I think we just want to live alone. Like I think Eve wants, because he knew that she was, you know, not living at Did the house. Did he know that obviously. he was one part of the reasons that she wasn't living there? No. Well, I framed it as like she's afraid of mold, and he's like, ah, oh, she's crazy. Bitches are crazy, you know. And I was like, yep, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, those bitches. But, yeah, they're the worst. And uh, yeah, he was a very misogynistic guy. He was like, I can't crazy. imagine. Not uh, surprising at all. Yeah. Um, if you have a stripper pole installed in your room, you're probably misogynist. Yeah. As, it's, as a he, man. he was a bad, um, which was very strange because, well, I was going to bring this up before. And one of our Airbnb guests, he, like, I think was smitten with her. She stayed for like a couple of weeks because she was a nurse at the local hospital. And he was like, I want to make dinner for us all and wow. whatever. So he made dinner one night. And then he was just going off about how, like, women are stupid. And I was like, this isn't going to help you. <laughs> Like, what are you doing right? And what was her well, reaction? She just didn't say anything. It was just like, we're all just like looking down, well, And if she's eating. a nurse, she's probably not interested in dating a guy with four teeth. No, no. But he was talking because he worked at uh, some TV show, and he was talking about the actress who was on like late night show, whatever. And mm-hmm. he was like, she just shouldn't open her mouth. Like, you know, <gasps> some women just should, you know, she's pretty. You got a pretty face. Just keep your mouth shut. And I was like, what yeah. are you doing? I mean, I feel that way about most people. Like, I think most people shouldn't open their mouth. So, like, yeah. I would probably agree with him on certain <laughs> things. But, uh, yeah, not, I don't know. Not a great first date uh, dinner conversation. Well, an awkward for you to be there as, like, the third wheel. Yeah, no, it was, it was a nightmare. And, uh, well, then he started going <laughs> off about how, like, whatever show he was working on, like, was in Variety, but they posted the like producers and the pictures of the actors he's like what about us and i'm like who wants to see the key grips in fucking <laughs> yeah. variety especially in the condition that he sounds like he's in like yeah. if he was a hot key grip <laughs> then maybe they would do a nah, feature story he was a weather and he was only like five years older than me but he looked like fifth sixty like oh he was you God. know he had, he had had a rough life uh, yeah. apparently did you know any of his backstory about like what brought him to a place where he was you know, ha- I know very little. We, I've been trying to research, uh, not really research, but he grew up in the town that we live in. And mm. we know some people who like grew up with him and were just like, oh, like, he was a nice guy. Like, but I guess he had, which I think makes sense. Uh, his mother hated his father. And so like um, basically treated him like shit his whole life, which I think explains mm. his hatred of women. Yep. He had real mommy issues, this guy. Um, but so I'm trying to find out more about him um, just in general. Do you keep in contact with him? Oh, no, he's no. not uh, He's not around anymore. He's dead? Yeah. He's oh, shit. <laughs> spoiler oh <my> alert. <laughs> um, yeah. So what happened was I asked him uh, that one day if he uh, could move out because I was like, yeah, I think Eve wants to move back in, but we kind of want to, like, don't have roommates anymore. And he was like, I get it. You guys are probably going to start having kids soon. And I was like, no, I mean, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do. We're going to – bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, yeah, I'll start looking. And it took him 
like for I kept having to be like, hey, you, you find yeah. it? And he kept being like, yeah, there's this place down the street, but I really don't want to live with this guy, whatever. And I was like, yeah, well, uh, how about by August? And so but eventually. But he probably also knew that what he had was such a good deal. Like, yeah, no, he had, seemed very easy to live with based yeah, on what you're telling me. Yeah, so. yeah. I was a good, uh, I was a good, whatever I was, tenant, <laughs> landlord. I don't, I was, I was just like, whatever, it's fine. Just oh don't blow God. the house up. But, uh, so he, he moved eventually and he mm-hmm. moved down the street, um, to this horrible, it was a bad situation. Mm. Like I helped him move in and this guy was total hoarder. Uh, just like had like five rugs on top of rugs and like just shit everywhere. Oh my God. But um, we kept in touch over uh, the next year, like because he would still get mail at our house, and I would bring him his mail mm. every now and then. And That's he nice. actually uh, he asked if I wanted because I was kind of unemployed. I was doing Uber at the time, and so he would ask if I wanted to work on some shoots. So I would go and drive him mm-hmm. to these whatever shoots he was working on some cbs show pilot and um but anyway one my wife kept freaking out that he kept getting his mail at our house because she was like would you tell him to just because she was like what if he does something crazy and then the cops come looking for him here and i'm like he's not gonna do anything crazy but it's not gonna yeah it's also not gonna affect <laughs> yeah you it doesn't matter it's not there. like it's yeah. a, we're gonna get arrested because his address is here it's not like somebody's gonna mail him anthrax yeah i mean well you never know with this guy but <laughs> he might think, be making a bomb or something exists anymore mm, it's gone I don't know. but maybe if somebody had it it would be him sure sound, yeah i think so what you're saying but he uh so yeah so she was like you gotta tell him to stop getting his mail here so this one day i, I was bringing him his mail and before i said anything he was like uh, don't worry about the mail anymore i'm changing my address and uh then he gave me all this he gave me a bike he gave me some sunflower plants wow. uh he gave me a tuner pedal for my guitar my goodness all this stuff and i was like thank you so like he's a nice guy and because he was like yeah don't worry about the mail like so i was like am i ever gonna see this guy again mm-hmm. i don't know and so i went home and i told my wife like you see like he gave me all this stuff he's a nice guy and apparently a few hours after he gave me that stuff, he murdered his <gasps> new landlord and blew his brains out <gasps> with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. my God. I didn't find out about that until a month later. But because uh, I was randomly, our mail lady was telling me about some police activity like on the corner of our street. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what happened. And she was like, oh, I don't know. Check the police blotter. So I was checking the police blotter. I didn't see anything about that, but I saw, like, murder-suicide in Long Branch. And I was like, oh. And then I clicked the name, and I was like, holy shit. Oh. It was him. I mean, I knew instantly. I was like, I don't have to figure out who did the murder-suicide. It was definitely him. And apparently the guy he killed was, like, a beloved member of the community. like known. Yeah, the hoarder guy. But he was known, like, all over. He would, like, go to Lowe's and buy all these plants and just deliver them to random people. It always is that way with people who hoard. Everybody knows who they are. Yeah. Even though they, like, never come out of their house. Yeah. But he was like, because I did a, what, not really, sounds horrible, a little stand-up routine about that shortly after it happened, just as I was processing it. (laughs) And the guy who was hosting the mic was like, wait a minute, was that Jerry? And I was oh like, yeah. he was like, I know him. Everyone loved him. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like this is my fault. Oh, no. If I didn't kick the guy out of the house, that Do you, guy was Did you have guilt? Eh, a little bit. I mean, I'm glad I'm still alive. Because I saw him that day. 
and he was all fucked up. Like I knew he was not in his right mind that he was acting. It's like yeah. the story gets even stranger. I didn't want to get into all the specifics of it. But I want to hear the specifics. He told me prior to that because actually. I didn't get paid for one of the shoot days that I did on this show. Okay. And so I kept asking him, like, hey, can I get that check? Like, could you ask your boss? Whatever. And um, at some point he was like, hey, I'm sorry I haven't written back yet. Um, my brother just killed himself. <gasps> and I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, don't worry about the check. It's totally fine. And I, his brother would occasionally crash at our house. Because he would have, he was having some marital troubles, so I was like, yeah, I guess like, that kind of makes relate. sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like this makes sense. This checks out. Yeah. Uh, this guy offed himself. But uh, so that last day when I brought him his mail, like he was like really upset, and I was like, I'm so sorry about your brother. Like that's that's terrible. And he was like, Yeah, like you never know what's going through someone's head. Which I'm like, he's clearly in yeah. hindsight talking about himself. Uh-huh. Um. And he was like, yeah, I think I might go to Florida, maybe just like get a fishing boat or something. And I was like, cool. You know, I was mm -hmm. like, whatever helps you get through it. You know, I was like, I've lost a number of friends and I know what it's like. If you ever want to talk, like, let yeah. me know, whatever. And he was like, I appreciate it. But he was definitely like very emotional and very mm -hmm. weird. And then, so then we find out what happens. And uh, so I told, after I found out the news, I told our mail lady, about because I was like, remember that guy who used to live here? Uh -huh. uh, he did that thing, and she was like, "Holy shit!" And I was like, "Yeah." And what's crazy is that his brother had just killed himself, and she was like, "What?" Because she knows his brother. She lives oh. on the same street as his brother, and oh, she was no. like, "His brother's alive. I just saw him yesterday. He made that whole thing <gasps> up about his brother killing himself." And I was like, "I don't." Uh, but do you uh, think that he made it up as like? Because it was actually he was going to kill himself. I think and so. so. It was like yeah, a, I think. I don't know. Maybe revving I, himself yeah, up I to think do so. it yeah, or something. Yeah, I think he was prepared. Because if I was for about it. to be like, can you imagine having two sons that both commit suicide and one of them commits a murder suicide? Like as a parent, that's crazy. Yeah. But now it's not even <laughs> real. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he was definitely like, I'm just going to try this out in my head, see how it. Yeah, see he how was it sounds. Yeah. So that was. That so then, was but insane. then after. You talked to the mail lady. Did you go talk to his brother? I haven't talked to his brother. I felt, I don't know. That would be weird. Yeah, but. <laughs> I should talk. I like, I, uh, he had a work truck that I would see and I saw it one day and I was like, I should like follow him and go talk to him. But then I was like, I don't know what to say. Sorry, your brother murdered. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude. I would be like, I'm really sorry about your loss, but also like, I was so, I'm so glad you're alive because yeah, I thought you yeah, killed yourself. Yeah, I don't know if he knows that he was no, I'm dead. sure he doesn't, yeah. <laughs> but it might, I don't know. Sometimes like knowing things like that with different people like can create closure. So yeah. not maybe he, that didn't matter, but yeah, I would like some of the, you know, people I know have been like, you should investigate all of like, find out more yeah, about this guy. I, feel like he'd be find good at that. And I was like, yeah, we'll see. I'm bad at, yeah, I don't know. Talking to strangers connected with a murderer. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> which happens so hard. often. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, so after he committed the murder suicide, was there a funeral? I don't think so. I, Nobody. Not for him. Well, that's was the there thing. one for Jerry? Well, that's. Oh yeah, Jerry had a, Did a you big. Go to that I didn't. One? No, oh. I didn't, didn't want to. I would. I wanted. I would have gone just to. I don't know. 
I think Jerry was actually randomly from the town that I grew up in, which is like an hour north of where we live. Just oh, wow. totally like was from the church that my mom goes to all the time. Um, and then yeah. where you were living, where your house is, where all this happened, is this like a small, quiet community where like murder would never happen? Uh, well, that, no, there's a number of murders in Long Branch, despite what the police would like you to know. Oh. Well, that's the thing is that they're like every time there's a murder, it's just like, hey, there's no public threat. Don't worry about it. You know, it's also right where this happened. Uh, it's on it's on Ocean Ave in Long Branch, which is getting built the fuck up. Like there's condos going up everywhere. OK. And like he was this guy was trying to sell his house for like two million dollars or something. So uh, I think they were just like, we don't want, they kind of squashed the murders. They want to make it seem like a very, wow. you know. That's crazy. Jared Kushner basically owns our whole town. Oh, and, really? Yeah. How is that? I, yeah, there's this place, uh, Pier Village, which is in Long Branch, but uh-huh. he like he owns all of that and all this, all these new developments that are going up. Oh, so he's like there. the Rick Caruso of sure. your part of Jersey. Is he, is he the <laughs> LA? Uh... Oh yeah, Rick Caruso. Well, Rick Caruso mm-hmm. ran for mayor, mm-hmm. and was uh, a Republican in a Democrat's clothing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then um, he owns the Grove. Mm. One of the Glendale malls, yeah. the Caruso and the Palisades. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's what whole... Kushner's doing. Yeah. He's taking yeah. over the mall and building all Oof. these condos and that stuff. W- it would be so hard to like go those to those places now. Yeah. Um, but it was weird because I, I saw the news and the story. It was like very little is known about mm-hmm. this guy. And so I actually I called the police and I was like, hey, like I, I knew that guy like you ever want any information whatever like mm-hmm. or you need it i don't know a stripper pole like, yeah. if you need something for the office <laughs> let me know yeah and they were just like no nah, we're good it's over you know yeah well i mean i was like hey, I mean, what you gotta do of, there's nothing you could do there's not a lot point. of mystery in why that happened and my guess is that guy had to have had some kind of criminal background one because he didn't want anything on the internet and he operated in cash and he did yeah. drugs and like yeah, I would want to know if I were you now. I want to know what his criminal history was. Yeah, because well, there, there was, was enough. There's enough evidence there to suggest that he probably yeah. had one. There was one uh, day that I worked on. That we were just loading up the uh, the grip truck at some weird industrial place in some shitty part of New Jersey, <laughs> and he was just like, "If you ever need to bury a body, this is the spot <gasps> to do it." And I was like, "Hey, he's joking." And then later, I'm like, "Was he joking?" I do you don't... think he killed multiple people? It's possible. Well, that's what's funny is that, well, not funny, but we were talking the other day, my wife and I, about him. And um, <laughs> How I was often like, do you talk about him? Not that often, okay. but it just kind of came up. And uh, I was like, I think he killed our cat, too, because <gasps> we had a cat, uh, bad boy <laughs> Billy Brew, who uh, was, uh, he, the guy didn't like the cat. He didn't like cats at all. And he was like, your fucking cat scratched me the other day. And I was like, yeah, he does that, he, you know. He'll swipe oh at you because he's hungry. And then, like, a few days later, he was the cat was pissing blood all over the house and had, like, a serious infection and then, like, died a week later. Oh, my God. So I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I think he might have killed the cat, too. She was like, oh, no, he would never do something like that. And I was like, he murdered a guy. <laughs> he killed an actual human. Yeah, I don't. Uh, a cat that he doesn't like, I think. Is, well, have you seen the documentary Don't Fuck With Cats? Oh my God! You got you guys have to watch that because it's about uh, a serial killer mm. 
And one of the things about serial killers, like, if you don't know if somebody's a serial killer, but they're okay with, like, killing animals in really violent ways. Like, this mm. guy would put, like, cats into a bag, like a plastic bag, and then he would vacuum all mm. the air out and, like, suffocate. Like, he would that's, torture that's and crazy. kill. So if you watch, like, serial killer documentaries and stuff, they always talk about that. Like, if they torture animals, they're probably, like, it's easy for them to kill people. Yeah. And so yeah. the fact that you think he killed your cat... Well, it's yeah. not surprising to me <laughs> at all. Again, hindsight, I'm like, yeah, that, that, because oh, no, the cat was dying, like, and we were trying to keep it alive. We got it some surgery, but it was still dying. He was just like, eh, cats suck anyway. Like, dogs are better. Oh, and I was God. like, thank you for the compassion. Until the dog makes him mad, and yeah. then he does. That's crazy. Uh, well, okay, so if there's murders that they try to sweep under the rug in your town, Jared mm -hmm. Kushner runs your town secretly. I'm going to get murdered after this podcast. I don't think you're going to get murdered. I think that there's a very interesting Netflix documentary that needs to be made because I I'm think sure you could I'm. dive deep. You could probably yeah. find out if there's unsolved mystery, like murder oh, mysteries yeah, in that area. Because if there are cold cases, he could have killed people and they just never figured out it was him because for whatever yeah. reason he got away with it. And you, I mean, that's how you get on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. This is the new thing. All comedians are saying, if I don't get a Netflix comedy special, I'm gonna there get will a Netflix be a murder. True crime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, go, you go straight to true crime. I got it. I got the guy for it. I mean, that's was, insane. What's weird is that I only, there's only two pictures of this guy that I took just like randomly at our house doing stuff. And they're both from behind. You never see his face. Like, oh. yeah, like we were putting a fence in and he was like digging. So I got one of him and then like we set up a little projector outside to watch Game of Thrones one night. And it's just like him in a hoodie. So there's no faith. You can't find anything about this guy anywhere. He was like, he wasn't on the Internet. No, there were no pictures. There's no mug. No there's, pic no there's no mug. Criminal shot. record. I like yeah. was well, his name. Do you think it was his legal name that whatever yeah. you knew him as it yeah. was? Yeah. And you can't find anything. Nothing. Except for now, you can. See, I think when you go home, you should go <laughs> to the police story. department and see if he has a, had a criminal history. Well, I know. I, well, I drove him to court once because he got busted <laughs> for, uh, he had we He got pulled over while well, he was driving, coming back from a shoot with his buddy who was drunk. So he was driving and didn't have a license to drive at all, ever, Yeah. apparently. Uh -huh. So he had no ID <laughs> and uh, also had oh weed on him. So he had to go to court. And he was freaking out about it, but uh, I don't know why. But Wait, he had no ID. How could he get a job on set without? I don't, he was the uh, well. There's a name for the shop steward, I think. I don't, I don't know what that means. But you he have was to like, have ID. he was just in the. I feel like it was a family kind of, you know, mm. getting in the union. He was a union guy, mm. so uh, the local uh, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. But. Um, yeah, I don't. I think he was kind of like grandfathered in. I feel like his family was connected wow. and sort of got him the job, but he was kind of the fuck up all the time. Um, it's just crazy how your life was spared through all of this. Well, that's what uh, you know. What's funny is when I was trying to kick him out of the house uh, and trying to do it gently, like one of my friends, like just throw shit on the street, just like fucking, I like, get him, I like, call the cops on, I like, get him at it, however, and I was like, I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, you, you made the right call. You would yeah, be dead right now. Yeah, instincts were good. <laughs> yeah, like. Because like he was planning to murder someone and saw me that day and he just gave me a bunch of stuff. 
So yeah. <laughs> he could have killed me. But that, but also like the fact that he gave you all that stuff definitely means that like he was he planning. Uh, he was yeah. planning, but he also wanted you to know that he appreciated you. Yeah, I, I was touching. Like it is, it is, <laughs> it, it is in like a weird way. I mean, to have. Well, that's what I said. He was a very loyal person. Like when I was an Uber driver, I had some people like you know try to attack me uh, while I was driving, and he was like, "If anyone ever fucks with you, like I'll fucking kill him. Like don't you know like." Wow. You got any problems with anyone, I'll take care. Like, he was ready to, like, be my bodyguard <laughs> attack dog and stuff. Was he a know. big guy? Like, tall? Yeah, not really. Mm. He was kind of stocky. Mm. Um, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of weird tattoos. I'm like, is that a Nazi tattoo? I don't know. I'm not going to look. I'm oh, not going to look no. too closely. Did he ever no, say anything that made you think he was a Nazi? No, he was a big Trump guy. That's when uh, oh. I was like, uh-oh. Where did this come from? Mm. But I think he was like, he didn't care about politics. He was just like, fuck up the system. Fuck yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Felt left behind or whatever. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. He was a very weird guy because he got off when I drove him to court. I guess the cop didn't show up, whatever. So uh -huh. he just got off with nothing. And then he got in the car and he was like, yeah, I guess this is that white privilege I keep hearing about. And I'm like, exactly. That's oh. literally what it <laughs> yeah. is. Why, why are you saying it like it's a joke? And, oh, my. But uh, yeah, a lot of he had a lot of uh, pent up uh, anger. Did he have bad he breath? Got out. Uh, I didn't get close enough to find really? out. Really, <laughs> even in <laughs> no, the I, car? Because I, I mean, he's only got four teeth. Yeah, he mostly sure. smelled like cigarettes because mm. uh, he would just chain what, smoke. What all kind the of time. cigarettes did he smoke? God, that's a good question. I think Parliament's. Oh wow! Yeah, I had a boss once that would chain smoke while I was like sitting next to him working for him, and he smoked a. Uh, the yellow American spirits. Mm. So I yeah, can't. Yeah, those last like, long. They're not. I don't. They're they bad. They go on for like ten minutes. They those things. They don't smell good. Yeah. No. Good. Um. That's in. That's. I'm just like processing all of this. <laughs> like, it, I mean, I knew he I was, was going to get a good story from you, but this is. Yeah. No. He was on. I mean, this is about roommates. He was honestly one of the best roommates that I had. <laughs> so Some good, of the he other almost roommate. ruined your marriage. Yeah. He was a very good roommate. <laughs> not a maybe not a great person, but great roommate. Some of the Would other. Would you, people. if he was still around today, like let's say. I don't know. I have two hypotheticals in my head. Let's say it hadn't worked out with the place that he went and he wanted to come back. Oh. Would you have taken him back? Oh, no, no. I. <laughs> you wouldn't have taken him back. Not, no. But if he hadn't murdered anybody. Oh, no, no. You still I, wouldn't have taken him back. No. So like, he was the best roommate you ever had. Yeah. But regardless of <laughs> okay, murder, maybe, you wouldn't maybe, have taken him back. Maybe not the best roommate <laughs> I ever had. I might have. Maybe your wife I, is just the saying, best roommate yeah. you've ever had. Yeah, she's okay. No, I've had better. Well, let me let you not this, dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Adam, was the best roommate I ever had. He was great. But uh, no, I, I'm just saying I had worse roommates than him. Sure. He wasn't the best. Was he the best drug addicted roommate you had? Probably, yeah. He he kept to himself. He paid rent on time. All the other uh, drug addicts didn't really pay rent on mm. time and would be real sketchy. All I mean, well, I guess he was kind of <laughs> sketchy too. They didn't. What do you think he used the noose for? Do you think it was for like autoerotic asphyxiation? Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing or so. Or suicide. Yeah, he might have been planning on uh, doing that. But he like when he moved out and he got a U-Haul, so he took pretty much everything. But left the noose, teddy bears, and all those handbags in the closet, like, for me to find. And so then at some point I was like, hey, uh, there's still some stuff here. Do you want the rest of your stuff? And he was like, uh, sure. So I brought him 
the noose and the teddy bears. Do you in think my he didn't take it because it just wasn't going to fit? Or oh, there was plenty of room in that U-Haul. I oh. think he wanted me to find that for some reason. I mean, I he's don't. a little calculating. Like, yeah, that's why I feel like he left this on purpose, all these handbags. Is he, did he is take he the trying? stripper He did. He did take the stripper pole down. Thank. His room but was also when I... with him? Uh, probably. I don't... That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't see it again, but... Uh, did you ever hear screaming coming from his room? Mostly, well, yeah, he would scream, he would play violent. video games. He would play okay. video games all the time, so, so I would just hear him. Strippers and yeah, he was his room games. was right below uh, my bedroom, so I would just hear him screaming at the top of his oh lungs at people, God. or vomiting um, violently. What a life! Um, yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah, it's a shame. It's Isn't a shame. it interesting though? Because I always wonder, like, people who do like drugs like that and stuff, and they're just you, like ill, so ill. Aside from whatever the mental health effect is of all of that, you always want to know like what they're going to end up dying of because mm. some people last so much longer as drug addicts than yeah, others. Yeah. You know, like sure. I know heroin addicts that are like in their fifties that have been doing heroin forever and like yeah. somehow it's still surviving. But he ended it too soon. We didn't get to yeah. find out. Yeah. I feel like he might have had some other health problems. Because I would sometimes drive him to a doctor and I don't know. He didn't He didn't seem yeah. like he was doing too well health-wise, which is what maybe he why eat? he... Uh, mostly pizza. Okay. A lot of pizza. He was a dude. He played yeah. video games, yeah. ate pizza, smoked some crack or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you was, think it was just crack? I, that was my other question. Maybe meth. I, I don't know. why. I would smell weird. I'm like, that's not weed. So you've just been um, getting secondhand crack inhalation yeah. for years. Yeah. Eve thinks it's mold. It's probably like, No, honey, yeah. it's just been crack the whole time. <laughs> well, that's basically, I feel like we sort of determined, like, uh, the mold was maybe this guy. He was the mold yeah. all along. Yeah. Um, so after he moved out, did she move back in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and then we did Airbnb for a while, and that was a nightmare, too. That really? That was almost worse. Yeah. It was better, but we still got a lot of crazy people doing that. Like what? Because <sighs> some people have like love doing Airbnbs. No, like, yeah, they're we, buying we, properties to yeah, do, no. like, do that for income. Yeah, I mean, it worked out for the most part pretty well. We met some fun people, like who we still are in contact mm -hmm. with, and you know, made friends with. But just a lot of weird. Like we had one guy who brought his giant vicious dog because we allowed dogs. And uh, his dog, whenever he would go out to get his uh, Zannies refilled, he had mm. to get his uh, uh, prescription filled all the time. And he would leave his dog, and the dog would just, like, claw all oh, the doors. No. <laughs> like, no. And we're like, uh, dude, and it would just bark. And I'm like, dude, you got to get you gotta get back here. Like, your dog's freaking out. And he was like, oh, whatever, man. It's fine. I'll be back. He's fine. And I'm like, no, it's not fine. It's not. Your dog is destroying our house. <laughs> Get back here. Oh, no, that's the worst. Yeah. Then we had some couple uh, from Nashville who were in town for uh, their friend was dying at oh, the hospital. Great. And they were just like drunk and crying and fighting with each other all the time. And like we, uh, the whole, everyone in the house shared like a kitchen. Like it was just a house, right. you know. Right. So like they would be in there like fighting and crying. And one of them would start playing the piano because we had a piano and like playing piano and singing and crying. I'm just like, what is happening right now? Can we just. Isn't it amazing like yeah. how little respect people have for other people's space? Yeah. That that's... has always blown my mind. But that's. Uh... Yeah. I... We... 
There's so many, so many people. We had this one couple uh, who uh, we live in Long Branch. Uh, Point Pleasant is like 45 minutes away. It's a popular, uh, you know, there's a boardwalk and rides okay. and games. Mm -hmm. And these people booked our house for the weekend and they were like, oh, like, uh, so how far away is Point Pleasant? Can we walk there? And I was like, <laughs> it's like 45 minutes away. They were like, what? Like, this is the Jersey Shore, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's a big fucking street. It's like yeah. three hours long up and down. And uh, so they gave us like a one star rating because of the bad location. I was oh like, you booked God. it in the wrong city. That's not. I'm starting to wonder if, if it's not where you live that's a problem and not necessarily <laughs> the people. Like the, it's like it's, the, pe yeah. the where you live attracts bad people. Yeah. And maybe if you did Airbnb <laughs> like in Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, there's always going to be. But they move. That's the thing is the people come from other places. I know, but right. why are people coming to Long Branch? It's a popular, it's a hot spot. Is it? It, it is now, yeah. I, all I, well. The last <laughs> time I went to New Jersey, which was just the airport, but mm, I got that's... off the plane and I walked to baggage claim, and the gift shop that was like, as soon as you get outside of security, mm -hmm. was all Trump. I mean, he was president mm. at the time, but it was yeah. all Trump stuff. And I had never, and all the airports have been to Nashville, I've been to wherever, no airport had mm. all Trump. <laughs> like it was, it was like Trump merch I'd never seen before, mm. and I almost bought some just because I was like, I've never seen this anywhere else. Yeah. Like I'm not a Trump <laughs> supporter, but like this is a, yeah. a very unique corner of the world right here. Yeah. This store in the New yeah. York airport. That is strange. There's a, there's a lot of pockets of yeah. of that around where we live. Yeah. But which I learned as an Uber driver because I did that for two years. And when you said people would attack you. Yeah, I got, I got, well, n almost. I was threatened to uh, be assaulted a number of times. Okay. Uh, eh, drunk people, just. Oh, my God. Uh, this one guy, the first time was pretty scary. The guy thought I was driving him the wrong way. On, like, I was just, and I was like showing him my phone. I was like, I'm just following the line. Like, right. Well, and then doesn't the company tell you, like, you need to follow the directions, like, for yeah. your safety but he was like, where the fuck? I mean, the directions in his defense were insane. Like, it took me, like, <laughs> totally out of the way, got me on a highway just mm -hmm. to go back. So I was like, I'm sorry, like, I will charge you. But he was just, like, in my face with his fist, just like, I'm going to fuck you. Like, as soon as you stop this car, I'm going to fucking rock you in the ear. And I was like, please don't do that. Oh, my uh, for like 20 minutes, he was just in my face screaming and uh, threatening. That's awful. And then he and got why out didn't and you just kick him out of the car? I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you are Basically, a little bit. I don't yeah. want to say you're not because. Uh, no, maybe. yeah, I'm a. Uh, yeah. Did you ever see the video of the Taco Bell executive that assaulted an Uber driver? I think so. Did you ever see that? There was. Uh, it was in Orange County because mm. Taco Bell's headquarters are like in Irvine or something. And one of the very high up Taco Bell executives was very, very drunk, got in the backseat of this Uber and then attacked the guy out of nowhere, like put him in a chokehold. <laughs> and the guy had pepper spray in his door. And so he pepper sprayed the guy and he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and then the guy got out of the car and then the Taco Bell executive chased him. And the whole thing, he had a dash cam. Wow. And so the whole <laughs> thing was on video. You can find it online hey, somewhere. Mass. And and then I think like that Monday, the Taco Bell executive like stepped down. Like uh, I, it was really funny. I yeah. love Taco Bell. So I, me too. I, I would love Taco Bell to sponsor this podcast. That would Nothing be great. would make me happier than yeah. ASMR Crunchwrap <laughs> on the pod. Um, that would be great. Yeah, I wasn't. I was a part of an Uber assault once. Oh yeah. Yeah. Were you doing the assaulting? 
Uh, I was not. So I w- it was a, a circumstance. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the whole story. So I was friends with this girl that lived in my apartment complex in Beaverton, and her she was having. You know, like Tupperware parties? Sure. Where women have, yeah, everybody comes over food. and they buy. So they used to have that with sex toys before oh. you could just buy sex toys anywhere. Sure. And uh, so she's like, I'm having a sex toy party tonight. You should come. <laughs> and they're all going to go out after. And I was like, that's not really my thing. But like, I'll come by because I was trying to make new friends. Sure. So I get over there and the girl's like swinging anal beads in the air or whatever. Nice. And they go through the whole thing. Like, okay, we're going to go out now. We're going to go downtown. Like, let's all get Ubers and go. So we go. We go to this club. Then, like, the fire marshals and the cops were walking through the club. And there were these... The girl that did the sex toy thing, like, that was, like, the rep, and her Mm. friend were standing next to me. And her friend had just gotten a DUI. Mm. She was like, oh, my God, I'm not supposed to be out drinking. If the (laughs) cops see me, like, I have a DUI. I have to go. And I was like, okay. And then the sex toy girl was like, all right, we're going to go to a food truck across the street. Like, we'll meet you out there. So we go out there, and they were wasted, high, every, uh, who knows what else. And they were eating chicken that wasn't even cooked all the way through. <laughs> like, it was raw in the middle. And I was like, I don't think you should be eating that. And they're where like, why they not? The, and I was like, because it's chicken? not cooked yeah. all the way through. And they're like, oh, my God, ew. <laughs> so I was not drinking that night. And I should have just driven myself. But I was like, oh, whatever. So I called the Uber. This guy comes, he was like a Middle Eastern, probably Portland State student in a Prius. Like very standard, typical, probably nice guy just trying to make extra money to go to school. And there were four seats. We had five people. Drunk girls like to see how many people they can squeeze into a car whether it's legal yeah, or not. I think I fit 12 people in my car. Yeah. And, I have a and sometimes Uber drivers don't care. I don't yeah. love that because I'm like kind of a safety first person. But they were like, oh my God, we have five. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. And I'm like, I don't think this is going to work. And the guy was a kind of by the book guy. The sex toy girl, who I found out later on was also either a former or current stripper, which I fully support the sex sure. industry. But she liked to use like she was very touchy and like wanted to use her body and was like sort of manipulative in that sense to try to get what she wanted out of people and I, I totally whatever so she sits in the front seat and she's trying to flirt with the uber driver to mm. get so that we can all fit in the car and i'm like this is not going to end well because this guy's already not <laughs> having it with all of us and so she's like touching him and doing all this stuff and then so all of a sudden She's like screaming at him and hitting him and then mm. like, I get your hands <laughs> off of me, whatever. Takes her shoe off, starts hitting him with her shoe, Jeez. climbs over the her seat into the driver's seat. He gets out of the car. She gets out of the car. She's like chasing him around. She's claiming that he pulled her hair and that's how the whole thing started. It was this whole thing. And I don't think he did. I didn't see him do anything. So I'm not really sure what happened. But like after that, it was he called the cops so the cops come, and I'm standing there, and this girl's crying, and she's like, I'm a victim of domestic violence, and he <laughs> broke my necklace, and da 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 And I'm like, you're also drunk. You were also trying to illegally put too many people in the car. You did this on my Uber account. Oh, God. And then the co- that was the worst <laughs> the part. Worst that was part. the part That's that I was the most upset about. Hurt the and the cops come, and I'm like, you need to talk to them. Tell them whatever story you want to tell them, but like, you need to make sure you don't go to jail tonight, like whatever it is. And so she talks to him. They didn't really believe anything she was saying. 
I didn't really believe anything she was saying. I just wanted to go home. I knew that we weren't going to be able to call an Uber because of my account was suspended. <laughs> and so the cops leave. Nothing really happens. I was like, all right, I'm going to call a cab. I'm getting in the front seat, and the rest of you need to shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you talk about anything. So we get in the cab, and it's like this really nice African man. And so we start talking. He and I start talking about Africa because I had just I was getting ready to go, or I just gotten I just gotten back from Africa, and. I'm sitting in there talking to him just about something that will not get us in trouble. Right. And the girls in the back are like, oh, my God, you've been to Africa? And I was like, shut the fuck. I just want to get home. I just want to get home. I'm like, where in Africa did you go? And I'm like, I'm going to kill everyone. And then the next day, Uber called me. And they were like, hey, can you tell us about what happened last night? Like, I said, there's a police report. You need to just call the cops. Like. Right. I don't even know the girl's name. I didn't know the girl's first name. I didn't know her last name. I never saw her again. I was like, this is hurting my Uber rating. I want Man. you to reinstate my account. I had nothing to do with this. It was crazy. Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, pretty much two years of my life dealing with, with oh that Oh, my God. It's awful. <laughs> I'm writing a book about it, actually. Are you really? I am, yeah. What's, it, more what's of it going to be called? Uh, probably, well, my wife and I made a little web series for a while called Bruber. Because mm. Brew. Mm -hmm. Uber. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and so probably that. I don't know. Uh, it's mostly like little short vignettes of like every time I would get home and something crazy happened, I would just like write it down as fast as possible. I love it. So there's a lot of little short stories of shit That's like that happening. That's a good coffee table book. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have a friend of mine illustrate it, put yeah. some little illustrations in there and uh, of me getting attacked and uh, all sorts of stuff. That's perfect. Yeah. You could even have an Uber podcast where you just have people on who have been Uber that. drivers. Yeah. I that always love good. talking to the Uber driver whenever I get. Oh, you Uber. always talk? That's yeah. my dad. Well, is I, like I, that. I just ask him because I tell them I like trading war stories with mm -hmm. them, you know, and usually they don't have. I'm like, you've never had someone try to fight yeah. you? And they're like, yeah. no. And I was like, well, <laughs> get ready. Oh, it's my coming. God. I had a guy once pick me up, like, I think it was out towards Malibu or something. And he told me this whole story about how he used to be Julia Roberts's manager or agent or something. And like, I don't know if it was true, but let's assume it was. What a fall from grace. <laughs> like, you go from like being Julia Roberts like guy to driving Uber. Yeah. Well, that's it what's was funny sad. was I would drive a lot of college kids, uh, Monmouth University. Mm. And uh, they just love Uber, you know. Every college, they're just like Uber. They start screaming. But so many of them told me that they wanted to be Uber drivers when they grow up. And I'm like, do your parents know that? Because they might want to save themselves like two hundred thousand dollars. Because this is. Oh my god. I didn't go to school for this. This I is mean, the result of failing the... at everything I've ever done <laughs> in my life. <laughs> back in the heyday of Uber, though, where you could make so much money during surge pricing, oh, like. Yeah. I remember when I went to Coachella, I don't know if it was 2012 or it was a couple of years after that, but there were people who were driving to Palm Desert that were Uber drivers just because they would make like $200 in a, a ride, yeah. just getting people home because of the way the surge pricing worked. Like I went on a New Year's Eve once in Hollywood here and I was at Bootsy Bellows, which is the worst of the worst mm. of the worst. <laughs> My friend came to town. She's like, let's go. My Uber home from West Hollywood to Santa Monica was $230. Jesus. It was awful. <laughs> I wrote them a letter the next day because uh, I'm an asshole. And I was like, you can't charge people this much money yeah, yeah. for 
a ride home. Like yeah, no, it's insane. When I first started, it was like right around Christmas of like 2015, and so I worked New Year's Eve, and I didn't even know what surge price. Like I was just like, I'll accept any mm-hmm. fare, and I drove people like 10 minutes away, and it was like 150 bucks, and I was like, holy God. shit! Like this is the best job ever. Yeah, this see, that was those were the good old days of Uber. Yeah, that's what they all complain now about. How I mean, I I feel for them. Like this guy's yeah. like, I'm making four dollars off this. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like you also don't well, have to do it. You, you know? can do something else, like you yeah. do surveys, or I don't know. There's a the Jersey Shore actually had like the highest rates in the country when I was doing oh, wow. it. So it was like no matter what you did, like the minimum was like five twenty-five, and then they were surging all the time. So like I was That's making crazy. like a thousand bucks a week at least. And uh, it was, yeah. That's crazy. That's why I was, I put 100,000 miles on my car in two years. Wow. Um, just nonstop. It was psychotic. Have but you ever had anybody puke in your car? Oh, yeah. Tons. Oh. <laughs> See, this <laughs> All is, the these time. are the things. I could All never be time. a doctor. I don't know if I can be a parent because yeah. people vomit and I don't, they do. They I don't do that. <laughs> Doesn't that gross you out? Sure. Yeah. No, it was disgusting. Because like, then they would like, they give you like, I don't know, Uber reimburses you like right. 150 bucks or something but i'm like it still stinks and then you got to clean it yeah. and you can't work for a while because you got to get the car it was yeah. just yeah that happened a lot there was also i can't remember what year it was but there was a year on new year's eve where people kept tweeting that their uber drivers were drunk driving mm. Like they were like <laughs> celebrating New Year's also, sure. and so everyone was like, "My, I think my Uber driver is drunk." And I just remember scrolling this feed, and I was like, "I'm not going out." <laughs> like everybody, everybody's drunk, even like the people yeah. who aren't supposed to be. Yeah, and I would have people offer me drinks all the time or anything, all weed, cocaine, whatever. Oh I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm yeah, just gonna drive. Like, I just want to make money tonight. <laughs> Maybe another time. Yeah. Did you ever make friends with anybody? Like, did you ever, were you like, hey, I'll meet up with you in an hour? I don't think so. I no. did get invited to a lot of, you know, like, come party with us. And yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. Also, I don't know if that's legal. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, one, I picked up these women one night, and uh, I guess they were, worked at, like, uh, some beach club. And so the life, they knew that one of their employees who was a lifeguard at the beach club was having a party. These were high school kids. So like we know where they we know they're having a party tonight. So they're like, you got to drive us to the party, and you're coming in. I was like, I don't. Oh, and so no. they're like, we'll give you twenty bucks. And I was like, okay. So I just <laughs> went into like this high school party, and everyone's like, who are you? And they're like, he's the Uber driver. And they were oh, like, Uber God. driver. <laughs> and I was like, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. This is if the cops show up, they're gonna be like, why the fuck are you well, here? Well, you're like, gonna be the one like charged well, with yeah. giving them alcohol and everything. Yeah, I know. That's what happened. Or I could have given them all rides home. Oh my God. Surge pricing. Okay, I have a question for you. I have a room mm-hmm. for rent question for sure. you. Sure. Would you rather have in-unit laundry or air conditioning? The in-unit laundry. Really? For Why? For sure. Because I like doing laundry. Really? And I like sweating. You like you like sweating. I Do you like go sweating. to hot yoga? Uh, no. No, you just like sweating just in your like, house. Yeah, that's whatever. I just like sweat. You know, like my, my wife wants to get a sauna. Like one of those, like uh-huh. like an outdoor. And I'm like, just that's thousands of dollars to just sit in a hot room. Like, just turn the AC off. Yeah, or in you the could summer. just come here for the summer instead you of the should. winter, and yeah. then <laughs> it would be fine. I mean, just go outside. Literally, I th- there are certain people's houses in LA I cannot go to in the summertime because they don't have AC, and I'm not doing that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I understand it, but no, I'm a, I'm a hot, I like a hot, I'm a hot guy. Do you like cold weather? <laughs> no, I hate it. That's why I'm here. Hate I hate cold the cold weather. weather. Despise it. I never want to feel cold again. But why don't you just live here year-round then? It's expensive. It is. Yeah, because we like, we got a dog, and like in Jersey, we have a big yard. You could live like in Torrance. And I like, sure. <laughs> the wife's not going to go for Torrance. Jared Kushner doesn't own Torrance. He's not yet, anyway. <laughs> I don't, expanding, I don't, I'm sure. Maybe he'll go to jail before that opportunity yeah. comes. The wife is very particular about where we, she need the, with the pollution out here and mm. everything has to be in a certain. You guys sound like polar opposites. We are. Yeah. <laughs> opposites attract. What do you Paula think Abdul the secret said. is to a long relationship? Um, uh, that's a good question. I just kind of doing your own thing and having a short memory. Yeah, and when the times get tough, just find a druggie to live with for a exactly. little while. Exactly, yes. That's if, crazy. Well, yeah. we're going to wrap this thing up, but where can uh, people find you on the internet? I'm on Instagram, at VinBrew. Can you spell it? At V-I-N-B-R-U-E. And that, and so Instagram, are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Do but you tweet? I don't, I tweet. I don't Is like it also it. Vin Brew? <laughs> it's also it's Vin or Vincent Brew. I don't. Oh, I got okay. two accounts. I got suspended, so I created a new <coughs> one. Oh, what did you, you know? do to get suspended? I don't know. I think I was yelling at Mike Huckabee or something. Nice. I don't know. Just someone like I love you it. Know. And then are you on TikTok? I am also Vin Brew. Vin Brew. I don't. I don't do that. You make a lot of YouTube videos. I do. Yes. Also Vin Brew. That's not. That is confusing. Uh, no, that's <laughs> YouTube.com. Call it even. Uh, okay. Even is spelled E-V-I-N because okay. my wife is Eve and I'm Vin. And, well, we'll uh, put it in the description sure, so people yeah. <laughs> can find it. Uh, thanks for being on the pod. Thanks for this having me. This is a very exciting episode. I feel Thank very you. good about this. Uh, you can follow Room for Rent Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, at Room for Rent Pod, R-O-O-M. F-O-R-R-E-N-T-P-O-D. And you can follow me on all the same platforms at Maria Brugger, M-A-R-I-A-B-R-U-G-G-E-R-E. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.